Yo, good looks to dreadsock.com for sponsoring this episode of Real Notes. Anyone who has curly or locked hair like me knows how sacred a good hair wrap is. A do-rag, a wave cap, a scarf, a bandana, a bonnet, you name it. Dreadsock goes a step beyond the average with silk-based head wraps that offer full protection and frizz control for curls from 2A to 4C. They're made of a blend of breathable materials to help retain hair's moisture and preserve hairstyles enough to ensure a few less trips to the salon, all held down with an elastic band strong enough to withstand even the most aggressive head trips. Whether you wear one to bed or wear one on the go, Dreadsock will have you looking fresh and full. Socks come in all sizes, from shorties for short hair and beginner twists to extra large for the longer locked folks out there. Look, y'all, I've been growing my locks for nearly two decades and have been a loyal Dreadsock customer for 15 years. So when I tell you these shits work, I'm dead ass. Plus, they're an independent black owned business that's worth the time and energy. So go to dreadsock.com and use promo code CINEMASAI, that's C-I-N-E-M-A-S-A-I, for 10% off your first order. They won't fall off in your sleep, but they will keep you looking fresh. Thanks again to Dreadsock for sponsoring the episode. Now let's keep this shit moving. What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is Queen's singer, rapper, and producer Kelly Moonstone. We spoke about anime like Mashal, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and the disastrous life of Psyche K, the Goosebumps books, relating to Dory's neurodivergence and finding Dory, creating music as the Aphrodite, transitioning to Kelly Moonstone, working with Navy Blue and Lord Jamonte Hogbond, and the creative process behind her latest project, I Digress. Come fuck with us. Oh, let's go, man. Oh, shit. Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, it's happening. It's really happening now. What? Just this. Just this? <laughs> it's really happening, like, actively. <laughs> right. Like, you're, you're, like, you're here now. Like, people, 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 people know who you are. Like, your name is... Yeah. They're really perceiving me. <laughs> crazy. Man, you've been on tour. You're fucking home for two days or three days or however long yeah. it is. Like, you, you, this is like, yeah, nah. Like, the perception is happening right now. Like, I'm going to Europe. They're going to perceive me in Europe. <laughs> you're going to, you said you're going to be in Paris for your birthday, right? No, London. London, my fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yo. Um, <laughs> Shit. Um, what's crack at everybody? <laughs> it's been it's it's been so long since a cold open like that has happened, but welcome welcome back to Real Notes. <laughs> oh my God. It's 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 a uh it's a it's a kinda sorta it's a kinda sorta not ash yellow Friday afternoon in New York City. We're mm-hmm. at Pirate we're, we're at Pirate Studios, second one of these we're recording here. Shout out to Pirate. Mm-hmm. Um fucking my name is Dylan Green, Cinema Sci, got a lot of names. Do a lot of shit, uh, eating lunch, drinking Sunny D um, with somebody else who has two names and does quite a few things. <laughs> does a lot of shit. Uh, has has been doing shit, and now it's really starting to ramp up. Um, uh, rapper, singer, producer. Um, man, what else do you do, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I, I I get. I rap. I sing. I produce. Um, and uh, what else do I do? Fuck. I you know. watch a shitload of anime. Oh yeah, I watch there a lot is. of anime. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm 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 so mad I didn't just come with that right off top. But no, nah, like fucking fucking anime watcher. Like yeah, 
Kelly does a lot. It's Kelly Moonstone. I, I, yeah, like <laughs> Kelly Moonstone's here. This, epi- this episode's been a long time coming, formerly known as the Aphrodite. Um, <laughs> fucking I Digress is out now. Go stream it. Have fun. It's beautiful. It's like a really nice like spring transitioning to summer project. Kelly, thank you for being here. Like It thank means the world. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I've, been, I've wanted to do this for a really long time. Oh, yeah, nah. <laughs> It just, it means a lot. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's been, it's been like, we met right before you transitioned to Kelly Moonstone. Right. Um, like, right. It, 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 it was like, right. When you were like, it might be time for this. I'm, 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 I'm not going to tell your story, for you, but like, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been like a couple of years and yes. the growth over those two years has been beautiful. And, you. you know, like you're on the, you're on the Navy blue album, fucking yes, Javante yes. album, you know, like, you, <laughs> you know, you've like, this is, this has been a long time coming and I'm just happy to, uh, I'm just happy that we're here to do this. <laughs> That's yes, all. Yes, I'm happy too. So, so, so excited. Hell yeah. So now let me ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes in here. What was the uh, the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about? <sighs> the last thing I watched that I have a strong opinion about is the, anim- uh, the anime. The animal. The anime. Mashal. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, you put me on yesterday because I hadn't heard about it. Mm-hmm. And tell me, t- tell tell me what you told me about it. Like, <laughs> h- how did you describe it to me? Because it's great. Um, what did I say? It's like Harry Potter meets One Punch Man. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I've been telling people for the past like thirty six hours because like, I I think I might have like tweeted a gif about it and somebody's mm-hmm. like, what is this? And I was and, and I was like, it's Mashal. And I said exactly that. I was like, yeah. I was like, my homie was like. It's it's it, and, it, and it literally is Harry Potter. Like it's it's it's. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not one of those millennials who loves Harry Potter like that. Never have been. Yeah. Like, not from any conceivable point of time. But like the similarities are just so like you know like he's got like a headmaster like Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. There's like a potions professor like Snape. Yeah. Niggas are playing literally playing Quidditch. Like <laughs> that 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 kind of blew my mind. When I, you know, like I, you know, like I saw the parallels, but then I saw them on brooms playing like Quidditch, and I was like, oh okay, they're not even they're not even trying to cover it anymore. Right, right, right. You know. So like, when did you first hear about this? Because. Um- yeah. So I had seen, I don't know if I had seen a story or I had seen somebody tweet about it or may, no, you know what it was? I think somebody had like reposted like a reel or I seen something that looked like a reel. Maybe it was a TikTok. I don't know. But it was like screenshots and like little pieces of the show. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, this looks interesting. And I guess it was on one of those like uh, one one to watch type. Like, um, you know, when people like rate animes and they like put out like their favorite mm-hmm. pics or whatever. So I was like, yep, yep, yep. just looking at it. I was like, oh, this looks interesting based on these little three seconds. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look for it when it comes out. And from the first episode, I was freaking hooked. Like that show <laughs> is so stupid. Like I love the character, I love the main character. Um, <laughs> I think he's just so, he's the type of, like, oblivious that I love in a main character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, he still has a really pure heart, and he just wants to do well, and he just wants to live in peace. And the action scenes are crazy, but then the little cute, like, low-quality comedy scenes are always also very funny. So <laughs> it's, like, the perfect balance of both to me. And there's, like, a touch of, like... Uh, is it is it fourth wallism? I'm not sure, but I think there's like a l- little parts of it. They're like they're kind of aware that they're in anime sometimes, but not yeah. they don't do it too 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 often. 
So <laughs> right, yeah, no, nah, it's definitely not like overbearingly meta. In right, that, right, right, you know? right. Like it's like it's it's it it really is like a nice balance. I've only seen. I was only gonna watch three episodes last night, but then I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? Let me actually watch four, <laughs> and my mic is not close enough to my Uh-oh. face. But um, yeah, like I was watching. Like, you know, like I watched an extra one because I was like, yeah, no, I'm actually like in on this. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was it's just fun. It's just fun to watch. And like, you know, like you know, like Mash's whole he's just like he's just one of those. He really does remind me so much of Saitama from One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. He's just like so he's so dry and so direct and so just like, you know, like like the first gag in the show is that he can't remember how to like open his door. So he, he can't remember if it's like a push or pull. So yeah. he just, so he just like knocks the door off the hinges and his dad's like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? And then he like, and then he like apologizes and he's like, oh, he's such a sweet, kind boy. I'm so sorry. I feel bad. <laughs> he's such a good boy. And he starts crying, man. I don't know. It's, 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 it's like, it's like kind of, it's pretty wholesome. It's just like, it's fun, you know. It's, it's it's not like overly serious. It's I don't really think there's too. I don't want to say that there's no such thing as being overly silly because you could definitely be overly silly. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it. I don't know. Like I just you know, like I just have fun with it. It's it's like real easy to run through. I'm probably gonna finish the rest tonight yeah. when I get home. To be honest. But um, what I like about it is that it's not an anime to be taken super seriously. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and I feel like that's a lot of um. Something I've noticed while like watching a lot of different types of animes and kind of just being to open to any any genre is that a lot of people don't like shit like that. Like there are a lot of anime purists. Like there are people that only want to watch like the super well known shonen like with like lots of fighting and that's a fact. Like oh the character arc oh I'm so tough I'm the toughest thing ever get knocked down by a fucking bad guy and then they have to go through a training arc and they have to go three thousand million jillion miles away and train with some super kung fu master god and send them back and he's gonna whoop his yeah. ass and I'm just like okay all right cool that's cool but also I like. Um, you know, slice of life shit. I like watching Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid because mm-hmm. I think that shit is fucking amazing, and the <laughs> writing is amazing, and and I like watching um 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 uh that time I got reincarnated as a slime because yeah. I think it's nerdy and I think it's cool and interesting. Like, who cares if it's a fucking isekai? Like, like who cares? It's right. good TV. Shit. Sorry, I just had a moment. No, you're good. That, that is why we're here. You know, I can't. Rem- I can't remember if it was you that I was talking to about. Was it you I was talking to Spy Family about before I started watching? I can't remember. You seen? Mm, you, you, yes, 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 yes. Okay, cause yeah, nah, like um, uh, my partner Desiree, love you. Um, oh. we Des. Um, <laughs> I think I might have told this story before, but uh, Des. Um, we've been dating for a grip and it took Desiree a while to get into anime Mm -hmm. and it's because I would just try to like sneak things in every once in a while and Des found one of the videos you were talking about that like kind of breaks down like oh like this is the best like da 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 anime and Mm -hmm. like Des's whole thing is romance anime so Mm -hmm. um, you know like Spy Family kind of you know kind of like kind of like Mashal it's it's just like a nice balance of like there's like action, there's romance, there's comedy. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't take itself too seriously, right. but it's serious enough. You know, right, like there's like right. an interesting story that goes from episode to episode, but it's not like it's not overbearing or anything. Mm-hmm. And just like that's cool to me. You know, like I'm all, you know, like I'm the type of person who loves like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is my favorite anime mm-hmm. of all time. It's like I like I saw that and that like yeah, it's an amazing one for like, sure. Like that and Akira, like mm. like those are the two things. Like that Akira and uh, not Case Closed. Um, I'm trying to think of 
like because there's like other not so serious ones that really like molded my perception of what that could be but those Mm -hmm. two were like real important like real real important and like dragon ball z let's just say that you know like that's like the like like every you know like you like you you come out the box knowing dragon ball z at this point right but like that's another show that's like really nicely balanced especially like early on with like the with like baby goku and Mm -hmm. every like like pretty much everything like pre everything like up until the boo saga is like super or actually no 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 that's not even true um Dragon Ball is just a cool example of that. Okay. But like but yeah, it's just like there's so many different possibilities to to find with anime like of every like you're just going to find like everyone's going to find something they like in right. anime. Like if you look hard enough, yeah, you know. Yeah, I tell my friends all the time that there's literally something for everybody like and that's the thing I love about anime is that like it's it's like so diverse. Like they're they're and and it's so it's so very like original and unique like the ideas that these people come up with like the titles people be making fun of the titles but like think about that that's such a hyper specific thing to write about yeah. and you had that in your mind to write about and you fucking did it and and I want to say a solid eight and a half times out of ten the show is great like right like, <laughs> there are some animes where I'm like okay this 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 kind of sucks but like there's so many good ones <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, like I don't, you know, like I don't always go out of my way to watch romance stuff, but mm-hmm. or, or like or like at least not when it comes to anime. Like I like I like a, I like a good I like a good romantic comedy and stuff like that. But like, but like, but um, uh, Desiree and I started watching one called uh, Tomochan is a girl that we just found mm-hmm. on Crunchyroll one day. I think I've seen that title. It's it's uh it's it's real cool. It's just it, it's it's a, it's about this it's about this like tomboyish tomboyish girl named Tomo, and she has a best friend named uh, Jun, and the two of them are in this like. They're both in high school and like they're they're both obviously in love with each other, but mm-hmm. the only people who don't know it are them. Right, it's it's, right, it's right, one right, of right. those, you know. It's <laughs> it's like slice of life, you know. Like um, um, she has two best friends, one of whom's also in love with her. It's it's mm, one of those, you know. Like nice, you know. Like it's slice of life. It's like silly, goofy. It has like just the right amount of serious to not be like. You know, like it's not like it. You know, it's not like a Mestrius is gonna get destroyed if you don't get the Philosopher's Stones. You right. know, like it's it's like super duper low stakes slice of life and stuff like. Um, like Psyche K, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I like, love ugh, Psyche. Oh, god, that's like... my favorite. Oh my god, that's my favorite stupid slice of life. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that plot is so hilarious because the nigga is essentially God. Right. Like... <laughs> yeah. And he and, and, and he nerfs himself. That's, right. That, that's the funniest part about He's it. Just like, <laughs> like I want to be as low key as low key could possibly be. Right. Like this nigga altered the universe so that pink hair would be normal. Right. Like that is so fucking crazy. And that and that and and, and I think he. Did it so that like I think like everyone's like stronger than they need to be, or they can all like jump like three extra right. feet in the air, so or they could like survive yeah. near him or some <laughs> shit. Like that nigga is literally God. <laughs> you know, like yeah, and and yeah, like that's the cool thing about Mashal because he's kind of in the same boat. And mm-hmm. you know, like you look at somebody like a Mash or like a Psyche K or like a Saitama from One Punch Man, and like that's their whole thing is yeah. like. You know, like they're so powerful that, you know, like the only thing you can really do is just examine, like, what does it feel like to have that kind of power? Like, how do you right. fit into the world? Like, right. You know, you, you, yeah, you know, like the anxiety that comes with, like, I could look at you wrong and blow your, all the skin off your body type <laughs> shit. You know, like that's right. just like that's that's interesting. You know, like it's it's like a really cool inversion of like 
just not even like fish out of water shit, but it's just like it's just interesting to look at a hero or like a protagonist that way as opposed to like we got to work our way up. It's like, nah, I'm here. Right. And how does that affect my life? Right. You know, like I love coffee jelly, but I could. Yeah, it's 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 just. <laughs> yeah. Psyche loves coffee jelly. He I, does. It's I, his favorite. I didn't know what coffee jelly was until I saw that. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That shit was cool as hell. <laughs> I want to try some now, honestly. I have a feeling uh, it's going to be a little... I don't really like the t- flavor of coffee. Like, it looks good in the anime. Um, but, like, I just feel like I don't like coffee-flavored anything. And I used to be a barista, so that's mm. saying, like, I really don't like the scent or the taste of coffee. Maybe I could do a coffee that is, like, 80% milk. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I could do milk with a dash of coffee. But, Fair. like... Yeah, I'm just not. I don't think I would like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm like. Here's the thing. I love the flavor and taste of coffee. Like, I mm-hmm. love coffee ice cream. I love all that shit. I'm like a really. I'm like a super recent convert to caffeine. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink a lot of caffeine growing up, and like, I only try to drink it every once in a while. But like, but like, I don't like coffee. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't like the act of drinking coffee, and I don't like. You know, like especially. You, you, I mean, like my mom is the type who like. My mom was doing like double espresso shots oh when God. I was like a child, you know, Oof. like I like like I grew up around somebody who was like really like like dead yeah, into coffee, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and like I just that's not me. Yeah. But I but but it's like I love I used to have a roommate who would like brew coffee and that shit had our room smelling gorgeous mm. in the morning. You know, like I love the smell. I love the taste. But like I'm not a coffee drinker. That's just I feel you. that's just not me. Unless it's unless it's a frappuccino, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, cave for listen, a frappuccino. Yeah, those dumb sweet caramel milks with a dash of coffee—that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the like I don't know like unless you're you know like not even if you're lactose because you know like they make lactose-free milk now so nobody's got an excuse anymore. True. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> shit. Um. So before we move on, okay. Um. What was what what was the last movie you saw? Just because I'm curious. The last movie I saw. <laughs> I finally watched the first John Wick, y'all. Damn. How did you feel about it? I I was not disappointed. I feel like it is the exact thing you're expecting when you look at the cereal box. Mm-hmm. It does not like... <laughs> It just gives you everything you need, and I love Keanu Reeves, so I just, I, I'm, I'm happy. It was cool. I don't know. I feel like it's such a typical type of movie for the genre. Um, I like how the fight, the fighting was organized. I like the characters. I like the set design. Um, I think that. Uh, I realized that we sped through the first part of the story. Um, like, what, like I would have liked... I mean, most people don't really care, but I would have liked to see a little bit more of, like, flashbacks involving the act, the female actress. I feel like we kind of just, right. like... I was like, okay, it's this guy. He's retired. Wife recently died. And then... I don't know. I feel like we could have did, like, a couple... Like, maybe one or two more flashbacks with some actual dialogue, you know? Yeah, that would have been nice. <laughs> Because you know? I feel like it's just like, yeah, I know he loved her, but like the way he's going nuts for this dog and her, like I wanted to see the real connection between them. Like, yeah. but I know that he loved her. It's obvious, but it's just like, you know, I mean, but that's maybe that's like the femme in me wanting a little bit, teeny bit more romance. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, like, I mean, like maybe I mean, like maybe that is the case, but like that's also a valid I, I, I mean, like not that not that the other thing wouldn't be valid, but just mm-hmm. like. 
you know, like she's, you know, like she's just kind of like the dead loved one who right. just like has no, not to say that she has no agency of her own, but like she's just kind of there as the motivation to be like, this is the reason why John Wick is John Wick. You know, like she's not like a character as much as she is just like a, a presence who's like, you know, she's just like, she's here to die to give him motivation. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, like it's, yeah. it's 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 complicated, but like it just would have been nice to at least see like see them like go on a trip or some shit, right? Like, like a little the- cutscene, like maybe when he's knocked out of them, like on a beach having a conversation, like something like that would be like touching to me. Like, yeah, you know, like he's on the edge of this, his last legs, and he's like delirious, and he's just thinking back to a time when she was there, and she said something motivating to him, and it just reinvigorates him. You know, that would be cool, right? Because she has, cause he, yeah, because like really, really, really light spoiler, she. Has has like no presence in the other three movies either what or or, or, or like they're like not no presence but like Ugh. she's she's only there in the sense it's just like she, it's like a flashback and she like shows up and it's she smiles and you know <laughs> it, 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 it like it is what it is i love the john right. wick movies i'm a huge fan i've been a fan since the first one um i love that kind of like i love that like over the top stupid type of yeah, action it's, yeah 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 it's it's like it's like also like super duper meta or, or not mm-hmm. super duper meta but like it's you know, like they they know the kind of movie they're exactly. making, and I and I love and I love stuff like that. That's not like it's not super duper over the top, and it just works for what it needs to be. So once again, perfect balance of mm-hmm. like silly and serious, yeah. Especially as it goes on, because you got like, <laughs> yeah, it's the those 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 movies are cool. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna talk too much about the fourth one because I don't think you've seen it. But like, yeah, only saw the first one. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what they're gonna do for part five because he's <laughs> he's uh, indisposed. That, that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. He's Look, he's indisposed. Well, I mean, John, my nigga, I hate it had to be him. Hey, man. <laughs> nah, he's, 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 you know, he's, he's just one of those who's like, he's going to come back no matter what. He's like fucking right. Jason, you know, it's, right. it, it, it is what it is. Um, but, um, what was the first movie experience you can remember having? It could be at the theater, it could be at your cousin house. Hmm. Just like the first thing that, or, or, or like, not the... Cause, cause I ask this question, and sometimes people get confused. It doesn't have to be the very first if you can't remember that, but like the first one that comes to your mind. Um, I might be drawing a blank here, but I think the name of the movie I first remember watching in a movie theater, and this is kind of bad because like I was already like a, a full grown like adolescent by that time. <laughs> my mom wasn't really like super fond of going to the movies as a kid so it's something i really had to like ask to do and also i'm just not a big tv movie watcher in general um because i spent a lot of time reading and stuff as a kid uh that's cool too yeah <laughs> so uh but my first vivid memory of going to the movies was to see um it was a movie about this group of guys um and they are like it's like an action movie. I think it's A something. A true The A team? A Yeah. When did that come out? Uh early um maybe 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 late 2000s. Let me check real quick. Yeah, I really uh, don't go to the movies that often. I was I was I remember being a full full something. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was that was 2010 when the A team movie. Yeah, came out. I was see, I was in fucking high school. Like, okay, maybe I'm lying. Maybe I'm just high, and that was the most vivid one that came to me. Because no, that doesn't make sense. I'm trying to think of an early. My memory is obviously shit from from what I'm <laughs> describing right now. <laughs> what the fuck is my? 
Mm, damn, I'm drawing. I'm really drawing a blank. Then, if that was the the first thing that came to mind, uh, yeah, I never really went to the movies that much as a kid. I'm sorry. I don't no, know. it's cool. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, um, it, no, it's totally cool. Like, think. yeah. Like the 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 um what you call it music should be playing in the back of my head right now the Jeopardy music sound that's what I'm hearing <laughs> yeah I, I I don't I don't I don't know I don't know okay well um what's it called tell me like what were you reading early on like what was what was what were <laughs> what were you consuming at this point that wasn't okay. movies or TV so I admittedly did like a lot of the Harry Potter series I used to read that very often like as a child but um I also read a lot of like R.L. Stein I read a lot of um uh, 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 uh there was like some other like because my mom used to work at a hospital so she used to just bring home whatever books were in like the children's section that she felt like the kids weren't really looking at and then she would bring them back. Or sometimes she would let me keep them. But like it was always like a random story. Oh, you know, um what is that what is that one with the anim- with the morphing people? Animorphs. Animorphs. Yes, I read that. Um Animorphs read, is crazy. Yeah, that that shit used to have me tripped out. Um I also just read a lot of random horror books. I used to like reading horror books. Um and uh damn um there's just a lot of she said she brought home a lot of like fantasy stuff oh there were also those books that were like kind of like poetry and they're really thick and stink crank 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 the series of all that i used to read that a lot and that was like a lot of realism and like real life like shit that teens were going through and shit so that was Mm -hmm. always interesting for me any type of book like that also i used to read um i just used to read a lot of shit i just i don't even my memory uh, once again is horrible so i really don't remember titles i didn't remember a lot of the anime titles that i watched until i really sat down and made a spreadsheet of it like (laughs) i would be answering the question the same way if i never made a spreadsheet of all the anime i've watched i'd be like yeah i don't fucking know but (laughs) me Meanwhile, I've seen so many, but yeah, um, that, that, uh, that was the type of stuff I used to read. Damn. Um, so what was your favorite Goosebumps book? Cause you said R.L. Stein and like, <gasps> shout out to fucking Goosebumps. They yeah, raised Goosebumps. all of, they raised all of us. I, I, I don't know a amazing. single, I don't know a single person in our age group who didn't read Goosebumps at one point in their life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, damn, my favorite Goosebumps book. Uh, damn, they had so many freaking titles. But I really used to love the Choose Your Own Path ones. Those are the best. Those were my fave. I love jumping back and forth in those fucking books. That's like a vivid memory. It's like, and I always just like hold my fingers in between the books and like choose both, like look at both endings. <laughs> like, like who's gonna really check me on cheating? It's a fucking book, right? So. Yeah, nah. It was, it was, nah. It was always that. There was, I don't remember what it was called, but there's a specific one of those. It's like you're stuck in a. You're stuck in like a haunted toy shop. Mm, and like, yeah, I think uh, I remember that. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but like, there's just like, it's like, oh, you go down one aisle and there's mm-hmm. this like doll that wants to kill you, and mm-hmm. you can go down another one, and there's like a whole bunch of like soft stuffed animals. Like, you go down there and like, oh, the stuffed animals are all evil and they all killed you. Go back to <laughs> go back to page twenty six right? type shit, you know, like, and like, and, and you're like that doll was, and, and, and like the killer doll was always a part of the thing. There's like. <clears throat> excuse me there's like one ending i remember where it's like you somehow make it out and become like a, or, or like the doll kills you makes it out and becomes like a celebrity on tv or something 
And then it's like, yeah, the doll took over the world. Go back to page 45. I'm you know, like crying. Those, yeah. those, those shits were always I love I love choose your own adventure shit like yeah. that. And like, you know, like, of course, you know, like the classics, like um, 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 um like anything with slappy in it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the the dummy the uh, fucking dummy. Oh, my God. I, I loved and hated him. <laughs> And there was like a superhero one too, where like this like this this like evil superhero like invaded a theme park and was like going after these two, like more than anything I remember like more more often than not I remember the covers of the books more than mm, I remember the yeah, actual yeah, books yeah, themselves. Yeah. Like I had always wanted posters of Yo, every. Those covers were sick. Yo, the animation on those covers so was crazy. so great. Like that's what made them memorable. Like you can vividly picture the story in your mind mm-hmm. based on the freaking cover. Like that shit is insane. I fucking love Goosebumps books. Like. Just aesthetically, like even just collecting them, yeah, and stacking them, it's like, yo, these are cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was it was like the closest thing we had to art as kids. Yeah, you know, like or at least like that we could understand as right. art in that way. Like the one that I always remember, like the cover wise was um the haunted mask. I think it was the third book. Mm. It's the one with like the green mask and like it's got yellow eyes yes. and pointed teeth. Yes, 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 and yes. I remember it specifically because a because I liked the book, but b the Goosebumps show that was one of the first episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where like the whole thing is like if you put the mask on three times, the third time you can't take it off. Da, right, da, da, right. You know, like, I remember, I remember seeing that, like, I remember reading the book and then watching it play out in the show Mm -hmm. and being so terrified at the fact, you you know, like, just like this, this little girl put the mask on and it was a rat, you know, Mm -hmm. no sandwich. She was out. It was, it was just done. And like, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, like, like seeing, you know, like being able to, for me at least, being able to like read the books and then see them come to life on the show in that way, like whether it was the haunted mask or Slappy or um, the like, don't go in the basement one with like the plant monster in the basement. Like mm-hmm. the cover for that was just like a, a was like a mossy plant hand grab, mm. grabbing a door. Like you, like you said, just those images are so specific and they just take you right there. Yeah, you know, and like on the choose your own adventure tip, I, I just thought about this since we were talking about it. Um, there's this game I used to love called Mass Effect. Um, mm. This like big sci-fi op- space opera type thing, and the whole thing was that you could. It was. Um, it had what was known as like a morale system at the time, where it's like you could either choose to be like good, evil, or neutral, mm-hmm. and you and you know like you would get different like outcomes in the game based on what you did. And it was basically like a game version of a choose your own adventure book. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking that like I was like if they ever made a Mass Effect movie, like somebody somebody should do something where it's like you go see a movie and depending on the ending you want, they would have the movie playing in like three different theaters. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get to a certain part, like you want to see this, go to theater number two, or like go to theater. <laughs> that number... would be chaos. It would it, it, be it'd be wild. Like there's no there's no infrastructure in place to make that type right. of shit pop off for real. But like it would just be. Like it was just like a dumb idea I had as like Ooh, a teen young adult, like, you know. If well, if there was a movie like that, that could be like a good party theme, like a like if you're at home and you have like three different TVs set up in like three different rooms, you could do that. Like <laughs> that would be cute. Type shit. That'd be so much fun. Like that's that's something. Like anybody who has kids, try that out and tell us right. how it goes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I kind of, I kind of, I want that in my life. Um, so as you get older and you start to have more experiences and start going to the movies a tiny bit more often, Mm -hmm. like, was there ever, like, was there ever a movie that kind of like stopped you in your tracks and really hit you as something more than just like 90 minutes of entertainment? Like this, you know, like a movie with a capital M where it's like, I'm watching like a, a film, you know, like not Mm -hmm. even in like an artful sense, but just something that like really touched you. Mm, Something that really... 
Okay, I'm thinking of the answer, but I also want you to kind of repeat the question a little bit. Yeah, I know that's kind of complicated. <laughs> um, so like, just like, just like a a movie a movie that really a movie that just really connected with you okay. on some like life shit. Mm. Okay, let me think. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm, a movie that really, 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 really connected with me. This is going to sound very... This is going to sound very odd, but Finding Dory. That's not odd at all. Tell me why. <laughs> um, I really connect with Dory's character. Um, so I am undiagnosed, but I honestly feel like for most of my life I've had ADHD. And um, mm-hmm. my my working memory is really bad. Like, I forget something as soon as I walk into a room. Like, I I don't know. Like, my, that shit has always just been a struggle for me, especially when I was really young and nobody really understood it. I didn't understand it, and I had trouble, like, getting on top of it. Like, I used to lose things a lot. Um, I remember one time my godfather gave me $100 for my birthday, and I lost it within an hour. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And I have felt so guilty about that ever since. Like, and just little things like that. Like, I would always lose like track of like I got lost at the Bronx Zoo once um, in the Mouse House, <laughs> and they had to like the search for me in the park because I just I was like staring really intently at a mouse, and they turned around and everybody was fucking gone. So I was like, Aww. okay, interesting, but um. But yeah, so for me, Dory's character is really relatable. Like just having to, I don't know, like work through your own shit while also trying to be found, you know? Yeah. And it feels like people are always kind of trying to keep up with you. Yeah. And just like, I mean, yeah. So had you, so had you seen the first Finding Nemo? Yes. Okay. So yeah, like and, and and you know, like we all know just keep swimming and right, just like right, the whole right, right. they they don't super dig into it in the first one, but mm-hmm. it's just like we know that Dory's got short term memory loss and mm-hmm. probably also undiagnosed ADD as well or right. ADHD. And like what um you know, like watching Finding Dory and kinda like coming um I'm like I'm like, how old were you? Because the movie's just over five ish years old. Like you you remember exactly when you first saw uh-huh. it? Probably maybe like a year after it first came out, maybe. Okay. Because I never watch stuff as soon as it comes out. Right. <laughs> no, I get it. But yeah, um, that's. I I've talked to a handful of people in my life who like can really relate to Dory in like that like super specific way. Not even just in the like oh just keep swimming, you know. Like yeah. that's like everyone can relate to just keep swimming. Right. But like, I remember kind of like. Dory, you know, like the character of Dory, having seen the first one, we, I mean, like we were like 10, 11, 12 when the first mm-hmm. one came out or, or, or however old we were. And like, I never, I had never seen, I had never seen someone with either an, a diagnosed or undiagnosed mental disorder, like portrayed that way in a movie before. Yeah. And, you know, like I thought, you know, like I, I didn't know what that meant really. But as I got older, I realized like, oh man, like they were like really onto something with that. Mm-hmm. Like there was... 
you know, like it was done with a lot of thought and care and you could tell they didn't just do it just to like, you know, it's not like a, it's not like Rain Man, mm-hmm. you know, or like, you ever seen, you ever seen Rain Man before? No. Long, long story short, it's a movie about um, a man who's on the autism spectrum and he's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just like the trope where he's like, where where he where he's like a genius, but he's also like he processes the world differently. Right. It was made in like the seventies and eighties, and you could tell it was made in the seventies and eighties. Right. Um. But you know, like it's not like that where it, where it's just like oh, like this is you, you know, it's either like autism's a superpower or autism makes you just like this inert rock. You right. know, it's 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 really fascinating to see something like that, like done well with thought and care. Mm-hmm. especially since it connected you know with you in yeah. that in that way that's really beautiful you know <laughs> yeah i it's it's something i had to like really search and look into um i remember i was re- i was listening to this podcast and they were like there are so many people with adhd that go through what the person i forgot the name of the podcast right now but the person called it like the big sad like when you realize that this might be something that this is not not might this has literally affected you your whole life and you didn't know what it was until you really sat down and looked into it yeah. and i remember the first time i realized that i could really possibly have adhd like i was so broken cuz i'm like yo if if it was this all along it was so fixable like not to say that it was going to be perfect but like as a child i really needed that you know like yeah. Especially like with the like and and I feel like ADHD is something that has been so like um like I feel like people sometimes like to just subscribe themselves mental disorders or like um like and I'm not saying anybody's not valid for that, but like I feel like uh, there's a lot of like oh well everybody has ADHD, you know? Yeah. And it's like no they don't. No. <laughs> no, no they don't. <laughs> like just because you forgot your sunglasses at the beach one time does not mean you have ADHD. Like it it is something that like and like people also have been like talking about like gifted kid burnout. Yeah. I I was that child. Like I felt, I was in felt, gifted felt. programs like up until middle school i even went to like a gifted um middle school in brooklyn um it was philippa schuyler um i went there for a few months and it was like i had to do like an iq test and stuff to get in and and that's another thing um like i never really felt like i felt like my mom not to blame her or anything because she just wanted the best for me but like everybody was always kind of like oh you're so smart you're so smart you're you're like you know just telling you that everything you think Mm -hmm. everything is easy from a young age and you try to tackle something new and it's like whoa (laughs) i'm bad at this (laughs) what the fuck is going on um so yeah it was like it was like having to adjust to that and like also just being disinterested in the work or like that like on my report cards, you always get like she's super chatty. She's such a great student, but she talks a lot and she's distracted and she doesn't do her homework. And 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 like, I feel like if somebody, you know, really sat there and like evaluated me, mm-hmm. I would have been able to like, because I had a lot of t- I struggled a lot. And um, and it affects it's it's outside of just like your your ability to do work or remember things. Like it also affects your personality. Yeah, it affects your moods. Like it makes you extreme. Like you feel intent. You feel emotions at such a more intense way than everybody. Like and you process it faster than them too. So like you could be like on the fucking like I could be breaking down about like being late for work and missing the bus. 
and like I'll like ball. Like I'll have a day. <laughs> like some. It's not even like missing the. But, like something bad will really happen to me, and I'll be on the phone with my like one of my friends. They'll tell you, and I will be fucking bawling in the middle of the street. Like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. And then two minutes later, I'm like <laughs> making cracking an asshole joke or something. Right, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, oh, are you good? like? <laughs> <laughs> like my emotions happen so quickly yeah. and like that's also been a thing for me because like especially in like even with romance you hyper fixate on a person you're like oh you're new you're exciting right, i like yeah. you you talk back to me you're interesting you you um you uh what what, what am i what's the word i'm looking for um uh i'm i'm drawing a blank but like yeah you you just pique my interest you're just like you're the new thing you know right, yeah and then like it doesn't go the way you want it to go or things fizzle out or things happen in a way you don't want it to. And then like you're obsessing over it. Like you can't get it out of your head. Like it's like, fuck, why did I fuck? Why did fuck? Why did it like over and over and over and over? And it's like, woo, it gets really intense, you know? Um, But that that's things that people don't really speak about because everybody thinks that ADHD is like, Oh, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> right. Or, or yeah, or, yeah, or you know like OCD, like yes. you know, even even more specifically on top of that just like you know, like I can um I feel like I've also told this story maybe once or twice on here, but like I was I was placed on the autism spectrum when I was like a really young kid. I didn't say my first words until I was 4. Oh wow. Um and obviously I'm here talking now, but like yeah. you know, um I was never, you know, I was never formally diagnosed like from that time on. But, like, I'm sure I exist somewhere on the spectrum. Right. I've kind of come to, I came to grips with that, you know, like, I, as I got older and realized what that meant when my parents would tell me, like, yeah, the doctor said you were never going to talk. And I was like, oh, wow. you know, so, like, I, um, you know, like, I, you know, like, I get that, you know, I, like, I can't really put it into words, but, you know, I definitely process the world and process emotions and process a lot of different things differently than, you know, the average person might yeah. And, um, you know, like, obviously that's different from, you know, like being being or not being autistic is different than being or not being or, or having or not having ADHD or OCD. It's all it's mm-hmm. obviously all different. But, you know, like we didn't I say all oh, that to say, like, we didn't have the lang- like more. Mostly we didn't have the language for that back then. Right. People just had no idea how to approach it. And, you know, like stuff was Things were okay back then that weren't that aren't okay or or, or weren't okay period, but are mm-hmm. especially not okay now. And we've kind of gathered the language and gathered the empathy to really like meet people halfway. Mm-hmm. And seeing a character, you know, you know, to bring it back to Finding Dory, like seeing a character like Dory, you know, like she's not like a you know like even in Finding Dory, she's not like a you know like she's not like a she's not like a sob story, you know, like, you you know, like you learn more about her past and more about her parents in the Mm -hmm. movie. But like in both the finding movies, she's like, you know, it's not like you're ever supposed to feel sorry for her, at least not in like a, not in like an exploitative way. She's just Mm -hmm. like, she's like a genuine character who's got like a genuine issue that she deals with in her own way. Yeah. Like thinking back on it, like you don't, you, you know, it's, it, you know, it's not like she just realizes she has it and you have to watch her figure it out. Right. Like you meet her and she's already figured it out right. and she's just living, right. you know, and like that's even more further emphasized in the second one. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, like as a kid, you know, like you don't realize how important that stuff is to you until you, you know, it hits you in the face and yeah. you're thinking like, oh, like this is who I am. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, like I, you know, like 
I can imagine you felt seen by yeah. that shit. You know, like that's that shit's imp- like that's that's what that's what makes movies such an important thing to me because like when you feel seen in a thing like that, it's like that's beautiful. Like it's yeah. it's it's hard to put that feeling into words yeah. of just like being noticed and being acknowledged for who you are. Yeah. Whatever that might be, you right. know, like that 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 could mean 60,000 things, but um, you know, it's also fun to watch her fuck with sharks. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got, we got, we got, we got real heavy there for a second. But um, yeah, I'm like, I'm happy to hear that. You Thank know, you. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I've actually been meaning to rewatch Finding Dory for a I'm while. I'm definitely gonna rewatch it now that we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, same here. Like, l- like I think I might have seen it. I also didn't see it right away, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, I definitely saw it and was like, "This is you know." I like Finding Nemo more personally, mm-hmm. but they're both they're both great movies. Yeah, you know? I think it was just I think it was very well executed because I just love Dory in general. So I'm glad that she got her moment. You know, right. yeah. even though you know it's about Nemo. So yeah, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but what about music with you? Like, when did um, when did music become like capital M music for you and like not just like a passive thing? in the background of your life or was it ever a passive thing in the background of your life? Hmm. I have been surrounded by music since I was a child. Um, my, none of my family makes music, but my mother loves to sing and she's also very heavily like invested in the church. So Mm -hmm. like I've just been in the church since I was a child and Jamaicans love music. So like, from birth, I'm sure I've been to every barbecue uh-huh. function. I had uncles that were DJs. Shout out to the West Indians <laughs> one time. That's that's different. That, that that whole culture is just so different. Yeah, <laughs> so it was just like you know, being Jamaican. Like you're you're literally from birth surrounded by music. Yeah, and um, my mom. Um, well, you know, I always heard the classic Jamaican songs at the parties, at, at the barbecues and the parties and stuff. But my mom was also into like, um, a lot of, obviously a lot of gospel, mm-hmm. um, but also like a lot of like Western kind of sounding music. Like, um, like she liked country music. She liked country music a lot. Mm-hmm. She also liked, um, like she, <laughs> she does this thing where like she collects like, I guess, I don't know if people do it as often, but like. People used to give away like soundtrack CDs from their wedding. Um, uh, I, I've heard of that, but I've never. It's never happened. Yeah, it's yeah. it's been. I don't know if that's like a. That's also a West Indian thing. But she always used to have a CD of like the songs that people played at their wedding. I don't know how she got them because I never really went to weddings with her and stuff. But yeah. like, she would always come back with something. So it would always be like Maxwell or like. Um, just just all the love songs from back in the day like and yeah i used to listen to those on loop like and there was because it was my mom who was never really big into technology or like Mm -hmm. all the cds would be blank so it wouldn't be like something with the artist name or and i wasn't even really big on looking up artists and stuff at the time either so i would never know who actually did the song until i got older right so it was like (laughs) there was like a there was like a otis redding song 
that I used to pain in my heart. Yeah, Ooh. I used to love listening to that song, yeah. and I I know all the words, but like I did not know who Otis Redding was for a long time. Like, right. <laughs> but, but that didn't matter because you knew the song, right? And the, and the song, just and hit. I feel like that's like. how I absorb so much of my music in my childhood. Like my sister would be playing stuff, and I wouldn't know who it was until I like snuck into her room and like looked through the CD case to see what she was listening to, or like go in her CD changer and see the albums. I think that's definitely how I first heard Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Um, um, definitely how I first heard Jill Scott. Like, she had the physicals. Alicia Keys, um, <clears throat> just mad shit. Like, back when it was cool, because I, I think that's one thing I'm really grateful for because of the type of person that my mom was, is growing up with, like, an older sister. Yeah. Because, like, she was my pop culture reference at the time. Your older sister or your mom? My older sister. Got it, okay. Like, yeah. anything that was new and exciting and on MTV and shit, she was there. Right. <laughs> like, and that was that balance, you know, back to balance That was balance her, again. like, yeah. Y2K is literally her era. Like, that was <laughs> her whole aesthetic. And she's right. like, honestly, like, she's one of the coolest people I know. Like, just, like, just the type of person she was growing up and how she developed her own sense of style, even, like, through dealing with, like, the person that my mom was at that time. Cause we right. were, we grew up in a really strict household. So it was like no piercings. My ears aren't pierced. Mm. Um, I couldn't, people might have, might've listened to the first part of the interview and were like, what the fuck you mean? You couldn't go to the movies. <laughs> my mom was not into movies. We, a lot of the time, cause we were Pentecostal Christian. So like, Oh yeah. Also that like the women don't wear pants normally. Yeah. That's, um, oof. so it's like a lot of like, and back then, like my mom softened up, I think after she had me, but like, Back then, when my mom was like in her prime, <laughs> a scary woman. So it was just like, yeah. So you know, just finding herself through all of that, I really respect her for it. And I think my sister is one of the most best dressed, like most greatest sense of style people that I know to this day. Like I don't think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people topping her in my personal opinion. So oh, man, that's so good. <laughs> you know, yeah. Now that like you know, like that connection. That connection to like for anybody with siblings, you know, like I yeah. have a, I have a, I have a younger and an older sister, um, but I lived with my younger sister. My older sister is twenty years older than me, so she was mm-hmm. already you know living her own life. Shout out to Aisha, I love you. Um, you know, just like that connection between like older and younger sibling, like mm-hmm. you know, like me and my sister, me and my younger sister Joe, also love you, Joe. Um, like we put on, we we put each other on to so many different things, mm-hmm. you know. Like you, you know, like I you know, like I caught as much game from my sister as they caught from me, mm-hmm. you know. Like thinking back on it, and we still kind of keep each other up and put each other on onto all sorts of different things, yeah. and like that's like. Once again, it's just one of those things you don't really t- you don't really like look at until you're like looking, but you know, like hindsight's twenty twenty and all that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, whether it's music or pop culture, or just like ev- like like that bond is so special. Yeah, it's really really special. Yeah, definitely glad. Like I met my brother in my adulthood, but we're also really close. But it, it like me and my sister have our differences, and there are a lot of things that I wish were different about our relationship. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think like capturing her like approach to womanhood was very like crucial for me developing my own sense of style as I got older. Right. Yeah. I'm sure. So shout out to my sister. Hell PG. yeah. <laughs> nah, it's beautiful, man. Like, so like around this time, as you're starting to get older and starting to just like really take stock of like the stuff that's influencing you and building your own style. Um, was there ever, was there ever a period of time? Well, I mean, like you, 
you know, you like gradually start watching more movies, I assume. Like, I don't know if it's like a ton, but mm-hmm. or, or, or you know, like movies, TV, like mm-hmm. visual medium, whatever. Um, was there ever a period of time where you like consciously or unconsciously or, or, or I mean, I guess consciously because that's how you know about it. Mm-hmm. But like linked film and film and music or like or like images and music as a th- as things together that complement one another. Is that did that did that ever happen in like a did that ever happen? <laughs> Be talking too much. No, no, that's a good question. It makes me think. I like your th- questions. They're thought provoking. It's not me like regurgitating information that people ask me. That's what we're here. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um. So. <clears throat> the first movie that I connected music, like just movies and music. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Okay. Hmm. Um, fuck. I'm trying to think for real. Your questions make me think. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sift through the movies that I've seen in my mind. I wish I had a spreadsheet. If it's too much, you could even think about like the most recent one. Okay, so uh, a recent movie I really enjoyed the soundtrack for and connected it to real life. <sighs> Damn. I want to say... This is gonna okay. If it's most recent, then it's gonna have to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, two, two, oh, two. Okay, yes, because that's the one that I remember vividly seeing because I watched it on shrooms. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. No, you were telling me about that before. Yes. Damn. Um, the soundtrack is very, very good for yeah. I think for all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but that since that's the one I most vividly remember, yeah, that that one is pretty pretty dope. I think. Um, how it connects to or not even not not even so much about how it connects to real life but just like just like just acknowledging that like this like the music in the movie like enhanced the experience oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that yeah yeah, for sure yeah because i think especially listening to it on shrooms you know you had the like a lot of classic stuff playing and then there was like like i always love watching that uh scene with groot baby group when he's just like <laughs> dancing through all like the chaos yeah at the, at the beginning oh <laughs> yeah so, that scene so is so amazing Damn, like that's that one of the crazy. things that i really loved about that movie because i feel like groot is one of those characters where like i mean he's like his build and his like existence is interesting but like he doesn't have any fucking lines like i am groot is the literally the only thing he says and right. yes it could be perfectly timed but we just don't get to see too much like not not that we don't get to see too much of him but like you know, we don't really. Do we really know what he means all the time? No. no so it's yeah. like nice to get like a uh, a glimpse of him just like being more personified and not being like this huge like uh, daunting creature. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So no, like cause, you know, because he's like a child at this yeah, point. Yeah, and watching yeah. him go through his like childhood to adolescence is Mm -hmm. so adorable like i love that so much and that 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 little scene of him just being a little baby 
just dancing around. Oh God, it's so cute. Yeah. I love it. No, and that was and that was if I remember correctly, I think that was um he, they were dancing to Mr. Blue, which I mm-hmm. love that fucking song. Yeah. That shit goes so crazy for no reason. And like and you know, like of course in the first movies in the pot dancing to mm-hmm. Jackson Five and you know, like I think like him and him and Star Lord, like music means a lot to the two of them. Right. You can you can just like tell because like the first time we see Star Lord, he's singing Come and Get Your Love while he's about to go steal the right, fucking right, orb, right, you know, right. like yeah, like they really like they really paid attention to how the music mm-hmm. like not even just enhanced the experience of the movie, but how it experiences like our understanding of the characters and how they process the world, you know, like Star Lord, like he was jettisoned off of Earth in the eighties and all he has is that one cassette tape that his mom gave him. Right. You know, with all the classics on it and like yeah. that just like you know, like that's a really great example of like how music and, and you know, like that's a big part of the reason why that soundtrack moved the way it did because they managed to sell it to people in a way that was like this matters to them and you know like it just like kind of i mean like obviously the music is all like classic and right. it's, it's like stuff that people loved already but it just put it in a new interesting context and it right. put like kids on you know like this, yeah, e- 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 yeah 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 you know, like this is like that's how shit like that lives and thrives and like it's it's uh yeah it's just cool to see that happen through yeah. through a movie like that especially a movie like you know like guardians 2 is could be kind of heavy sometimes yeah, yeah you know yeah, like yeah. that's the you know like, like that's him meet, at star lord meeting his dad and like ego and all that mm-hmm. shit that was it was way heavier than the first one at least but um yeah good shit yeah <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, these are these are these are these are fun to do live. Yeah. This, 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 this is only the second one of these I've done live. So, you know, there's 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 like a lot more like we're like we're like really bouncing off each other right, right. now. Not to say that I haven't been right, before. Right, right. No, 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 for sure. It's just like, it's just a different experience being in person, you know. Right. Always, always, always. So when did you first start making music? Like when was that a thing that you knew you wanted to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did when, when did music become more than just a hobby or like a thing you did? Okay, so I'm going to give you one of my very rare core memories um, <laughs> because uh, this is one for me. Uh, but there is two isolated incidents. So the first one is third grade. Um, I had a show and tell. Shout out to uh, Mr. O'Connor, uh, my third grade teacher. Um, he was my first black male and Jamaican teacher. Um, and I loved him. Damn, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that man so much. I don't know where he is now. I know he probably has like a couple grown kids because he had a baby around the time we left. Um, but yeah, he he was probably my all time favorite teacher. Um, so uh, in third grade, I was doing a show and tell. And I have wrote a poem because I used to write. <laughs> I used to love writing poetry also when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I used to like submit them online to those little like poetry like publishing websites. So I probably have a few random poems out there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I wrote a poem and I got up and I just impulsively decided to sing the poem instead of reading it. And um, it was so funny because at the end of it, um <laughs> it was like kind of like a little silence and i was like is everyone okay and everybody was kind of looking at me like yo you can even the teacher he was like you can sing and i was like <laughs> okay cool awesome good to know nice so yeah so that was the first time i became cognizant of the fact that i could sing and then um my first time in the studio <laughs> Um, before, <laughs> the first time in the studio was in like a home studio 
um, in Queens, because uh, that's where I was born and raised. So mm-hmm. um, I <laughs> I was uh, at my friend's studio. Shout out to Adina, Redhead Zena. If you hear this, shout out to you because it, it's really you. Like you are the reason for real. Come on so she's now. the first person to ever really bring me to a studio. I think the guy's name was like Design, I believe. Just Design. Yeah, I think it was like D Z Y N Design. So if if you're re- if you're hearing this, shout out to you too, because that was the engineer. It was his studio, and she took me there, and I I was like 16 maybe. I started recording like Frank Ocean covers, like I did a Thinking About You cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like a couple more like random Erica Badu esque songs. Like I would write like a song, and then I would like put an Erica Badu like hook or something or like a bridge or something that I really like from one of her songs I'll put at the end of my song and like remix it not not remix it but like just cover it real quick so like I would do stuff like that and um uh I just enjoyed it like that was my first time those were my first couple of times really trying to write songs uh after you know I started doing the Frank Ocean covers and stuff but then after that I when I was 18 19 maybe i put out my first ever ep like as the aphrodite and that was called all that glitters Mm, okay so (laughs) that was my first time doing like a full-length project and like it was like the first it was it was when i really like established that i was an artist so like I had left a relationship that was like just not very like good for me mentally um and I I also like had just like cut off all my hair cuz my hair used to be permed. Right. And uh I had it permed for like 2 years of high school cuz I was natural most of my childhood, most of my adolescence and then I really begged my mom for a perm and it thinned out my hair. It grew, but it also thinned it out really bad. So I ended up wanting to go back to natural cuz I felt like I was losing my length cuz I was trimming it and I was just not in love with the texture anymore and i just didn't like getting perms because i would get like scalp stuff like scars and stuff yeah that shit is real yeah i mean i don't judge any woman that gets perms because you know the perm girls be looking amazing especially right. when they maintain it and take care of it right, and it looks right, nice right. and thick and full but for me personally i just can't do it but anyway so i went natural and i was kind of just figuring out who i was you know like i also like <laughs> my ex was like a very like rap hip-hop purist kind of person so like introducing new music was always a challenge because he thought everything was trash like i used to really love joey badass at the time and like he hated joey badass i don't know really yes i don't know why i think he was i think it was just he just hated him i feel like i don't know maybe he kind of resented him a little bit because he was like around our age or maybe we were he was probably a little older than him I was his age, and I guess he just felt like he's, you know, the young nigga doing what, you know, getting recognized for doing whatever, and I guess he felt like right. he probably rap better than him or whatever. So it might have been internal now that I think about it. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> but, like, he just really didn't. Like, he said his bars were, like, forced, and, like, it just it just a bunch of complaints. And I'm just like, yo, bro, I'm just enjoying the music. Like, yeah. I, I like the way this nigga rap, and it's like, you're just insecure. Like, <laughs> Straight up. 1999 so, is still incredible. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking cla- Yo, that is a fucking classic. Yeah. Like, undisputable classic. Yeah. 
But yeah, um Killuminati and Waves like really oh, yeah. took took me through some tough times. So shout out to Facts. shout out to y'all for that, honestly. Facts. Oh my god. I I also even liked like there was he did like a I don't know if it was like a mixtape or whatever called Rejects, like the the stuff that didn't make it to the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, you know, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, there's Very this one vaguely. song that I fucking love on there called I think it's Catharsis. Yeah. Vigorous to illest, realest services. I'm six like syphilis. Got a certificate for killing shit. And any innocent who witnesses the fucking incident. Got a team of militants, punchlines, crunch ligaments. Like, come on. Like, that's, 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 like you telling me that was ass? You're crazy. crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. Real, you're a yeah, hater. Nah. You're not even crazy. You're just a hater. Right. Like, yeah, nah. You, so, just, 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 just get over like, yourself, son. Honestly. No, dead like, ass. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this nigga is ill. Like, what are you talking about? So it was really hard to, like, get along with him around about certain stuff like that. But So when I finally left him I felt like I was able to like really just dive into stuff that really appeased me because we used to spend so much time together so it was really all that he wanted to listen to and listen no disrespect to Aesop Rock but that was the only thing that nigga wanted to listen to all the time and then he would want to like break down the lyrics to me he was like oh this is like a quintuple entendre because of this 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 and I'm just like I don't care (laughs) fuck she used to piss me off. Nah, I can't. Oh man, I, 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 I hope, I hope, I, I really hope I'm not like that because I feel like I might be. <laughs> but you, at least you do it in a fun way, like not. You don't do it in a matter of fact. I know better than you, asshole, kind of way. Like <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that shit is real. That shit is real. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, no, no. I apologize. That's funny as hell. So after I broke up with him, I ended up like just diving into making my own shit. Um, I recorded a lot of stuff um, and all that glitters kind of came about. And it was just like a encapsulation of like the time that I was in and the stuff that I felt like I was going through. It was a very personal project. I feel like all of my projects are deeply personal because I write right. based on where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything is kind of like a little reflection of that. Not everything is always super pertinent to my life in that moment. Like, sometimes I just write a song because I think it'll be a cool thing to write about, you know? But, like, or, like, I want to, I want to, like, I just felt like writing a love song. So this is the song I'm writing. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going through that at at that exact moment. But a lot of the songs feel like diary entries to me sometimes. So. Right. Yeah. You know, that makes sense, especially considering that, like, your first big full length was literally called The Afro Diaries. Yes. You know, like, you know, <laughs> you know like, from 2018. And, you know, like, I was re-listening to that and obviously running I Digress back a couple times. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, you, you know, like, there isn't, you know, like, writing style-wise, there's really not, like, I don't want to say there's not much of a difference there, but, like... You sound you sound like as confident and like you had you, like you you are you found your voice you know like this isn't yeah. this isn't like a you know like li- you know, like comparing the Afro Diaries to like I digress like you you found your you, you had it you yeah. know like and this is just kind of we'll get to this aspect of it later but it's just kind of like a reintroduction on your own terms right but like you know I guess before we move on to um, before we move on to that kind of that little middle section mm-hmm. like. What let me like listen listening back and thinking back on your older shit, like what do you do you feel like there's a big difference between the Aphrodite and Kelly Moonstone? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure. Like I don't even know why I asked it like that, like that wasn't gonna be the answer. But, like. That girl is dead. R.I.P. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I just feel like I have grown so much. Like the person I was 
when I became the Aphrodite is not the person sitting right across from me right now. Like, mm. I have changed pretty dramatically. Like, I feel like I don't resonate with who that was anymore because, like, I feel like I know who I am now and I just want to enhance that person. Before, I was kind of just finding myself, you know? Right. I didn't have my own identity. I came from a very sheltered house. I came from, right, like, right, kind right. of just, like, being at the whim of the person I was, like, in love with. I kind of just went with whatever felt the easiest. And having to, like, do the soul searching and the growing up and the maturing and the supporting yourself. And 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 it's it's changed me, you know? Like, I want to be better for my own sake. And I, I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't judge anybody that, like, blames things on their past. But I also say that nothing is going to change unless you physically get the fuck up and change yeah, it. Yeah, shit, shit don't change unless you wash your ass. Bro, <laughs> you know, that shit is so, <laughs> facts, that shit is so fucking true because it's just like, yeah, I had all these things happen to me. And yeah, I have so much unresolved trauma. And yeah, there's so much things I need to work through. And yeah, I'm depressed. And yeah, I'm sad. And yeah, I'm down. And yeah, I don't feel like going outside. But guess what? If you want the thing, you got to go up and get the fucking thing. You got to yeah. get up and move to the thing. Like, the yeah. thing is not going to come to you. <laughs> more, yeah, like, more often than not, it's it's it's, it's not. Gonna, Unless it like, is thrust upon you from the moment you wake up. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, I just feel like this is the manifestation of me getting the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to put all this shit behind me. And I have so much shit that I need to fucking do and that I need to accomplish. And, like, that's why I said on on Digress, I was like, yo, every day I wake up just a bit closer to 30. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I blinked five minutes ago when I was 16. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going Like, I'm a full-grown adult. And I realized I do not like working regular jobs. I've worked so many jobs. I've done so many things. And I just do not want to do that shit anymore i have such deep rooted problems with authority i need to be on my own schedule doing what the fuck i want to do doing what i love to do and not giving a fuck about what you going on got going on because at the end of the day this is my life and people people like have an issue with people with main character syndrome why the fuck wouldn't i have main character syndrome i'm the person that has to sit in this goddamn fucking body 24 7 and live this specific hyper specific life (laughs) nobody else has to do that so i'm gonna embrace every moment that and i'm gonna take charge of every single second i have on this fucking earth and i'm gonna do what the fuck i want to do because i'm tired of doing what everybody else wants me to do right <laughs> absolutely yeah no i could tell i could tell you really needed to get that actually. that's so funny <laughs> but no you're absolutely right you know and like and you're like um like i was saying at the beginning of the episode um you and i first connected like you were still the aphrodite yes. when we first connected um but like you were it wasn't too long after that when I think you might have hit me and were like, I think I'm going to change my name. Yeah. And you didn't know what it was yet. Yeah. And, you know, like you were just still kind of like, I'm still going to release music. I'm trying to like do this big, this big thing. And oh, 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 oh wait, even even before that, um, I don't want to I don't want to dwell on it too long. But like, you know, like you've been you were you, you know, you were making you know, like you've been making music within 
within this community of, you know, just, like, other people yeah. throughout all of this. You know, like, there was a period of time where, like, CMG was, you know, like, I mean, like, Central Music, or Central Music, Cinematic Music Group. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm on the movie podcast fucking that <laughs> name up. Um, I, mean, I mean, like, Cinematic Music Group was knocking at your door. You know, like, you've been working with a bunch of people, like, who are all coming up now. Yeah. You know, like, and you did all of that as the Aphrodite. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, this person's dead, and now it's time for, uh a new chapter in my life. Yeah. Like, where where did the name Kelly Moonstone come from? Like, why was that the one that really struck you? So, um, I realized that for one fucking thing, I needed to simplify myself because I feel like the Aphrodite, as much as it was special to me and as much as I love the stylization and just everything about that name at the time and what it meant for me, I hated having to spell it for people. Mm, right. I hated having to get to, to like be tagged in something or put on a flyer or or like featured on a song and it was wrong. That shit really broke me a lot of the time and it was just like why is it this one thing that y'all can't get right, you know? Like And tell people and tell people what that one thing is. This, the O is a zero, yeah, bro. Is, the O is. is a zero. <laughs> that is it. Like God damn, that shit used to fucking burn me. That's like, so funny. oh my god, like, and I really didn't let it get to me a lot, like at the time, because it was ugh, whatever, you know. People get it wrong all the time, but like, I, at some point, I was like, yo, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I am tired of doing this. Like, I need to, and I all, and also, I introduced, I always introduced myself as my name. So I'm like, yo, I'm Kelly. Hi, I'm Kelly. Right. Kelly, this is my name. My name is Kelly Ann, but like. We don't acknowledge Dan. Um, yeah, right. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I um, uh, <laughs> so I was like, no, what, what am I gonna do that is like true to me, simple, easy to remember, easy to spell? If you can't spell it, I really can't help you. <laughs> so, like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go by Kelly, and then what? So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm like, ah. Uh, Kelly Rose, Kelly that, Kelly that. And then I was like, hmm, let me look up my birthstones. Like, I, I, had a, I had a feeling, you know, I had more, I knew I had more than one. But I was like, hmm, let me see. I think it's Alexandrite, Pearl, and Moonstone. So I'm like, oh, Moonstone, this is cool. I like this. So I was like, let me look it up and see what it, because you know they all have their own little meanings mm-hmm. or representations or whatever. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up, and I don't know how true this is because I saw it on, like, one website and maybe maybe one or two, but, like, I don't... I'm not super-duper, like, into crystals. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they're beautiful, and I love them all, but, like, yeah. um, it just said it represented, like, new beginnings, success in love and business endeavors, and I was like, yo, that is something I want for myself, you know? Like, that is the type of energy I want surrounding me. Like, that feels really... Um, specific to like where I am at my life right now, right. and it's pretty catchy. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> Kelly Moonstone, it just it, it, it just moves, you know. Yeah, yeah. And people, the people have been doing this thing lately. It's so cute. They've been calling me Miss Moonstone, <laughs> and I'm I'm into it. Like I like it, you know. So <laughs> that's like some Jill Scott shit. Honestly. <laughs> that's yeah, so, that's so crazy. You know, some yeah, yeah, some yeah. Janet Jackson. You know, Miss Moonstone. If you're nasty, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, I've I've been loving it, and it's so crazy. Like since I changed my name, how like shit's really been like. Phew, like taking the fuck off I'm like oh wow was that the problem the whole time like, like well that and I also um didn't put out music for a very long time right yeah nah cause you yeah, yeah you know like you hadn't you hadn't started releasing music again until like 2021 may, maybe 22 yeah, I, maybe it was 22 I put out Just Another Day that was the first song as Kelly Moonstone okay I was on Jamonte's thing right uh, beautiful beauty, blah, 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 blah. Beautifully Black yeah. with Navy Blue. Twice. You were on there twice. twice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that was like, that was right when I decided like, okay, I'm going to change my name. And it was like actively looking for the socials to cross over and everything. Right. Yeah. So that was like right before that happened. Okay. Yeah. So it started with Jaws, um, Jaws album. Then I put out Just Another Day with Mavi. Yep. And Overcast. Um, and then... I started doing like uh, digress and sinner and psilocybin. All that happened like starting this year. Right, right. So it's it's definitely been. <laughs> it hasn't even been that many songs. It's just been a couple of features. Oh, and then I was on Nolan's thing too. Right, right, yes. right, right, right. You were on Nolan's thing. That yeah, I wrote I love about. you. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah, no. Nah, the song, yeah, no, nah, the song, the song. I love you. That album is so great. Yeah. No, Nolan, Nolan's Don't, don't get, get too excited. excited. Yeah, shout no. out to Nolan. Shout out to Josh. Shout out to Sage. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, shout, out, shout out to all of them. All but the only person who isn't an alum of the show is Ja, but we're working on that. Ja, ja, ja will be Facts. on Facts. Ja needs to come on here. Shout out to Mavi, too. Yeah, for real. Shout out to Oh, man. Shout out to Because Just Another Day was such a beautiful song. Yeah. I really, I really fucking love that song, it's, for real. It's a, it's a gorgeous song. And, like, I remember seeing the cover when it first came out and being like, this sounds exactly like that cover looks. Yeah, you know, like the one, um, <laughs> not the, not the, not the painting of y'all too, but the mm-hmm. one, the one that it was like the, it, it, yeah, it, it was yeah, like yeah. a train, it was like a train stop, uh-huh. and I was like, this sounds like that. Yeah, to me. I don't know the, the OG artwork. <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, it was it was beautiful, um, and you know, like around this time, um, you also started producing for yourself, or maybe like a little after, right? Uh, or, yes. Okay, so yeah. yeah, around the time just another day came out is really what like the the beginning of my producer journey mm-hmm. like that was i had started it was that summer it was that summer that everybody got covid nah. <laughs> except me <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so um there was that it was like that remember that weekend when it was like all three of those shows that were going on in brooklyn yep. it was uh that thing with rosenberg yeah oh, oh, oh yeah the top shelf show i keep yeah, on forgetting top what, shelf. The, what was what was the festival called because it had a name like i just keep calling it top shelf but it was like that thing, um, it's been killing me. I've been thinking about this for like a week. Let me I'm, see if I can find it. Shout out to Top Shelf. Shout too. out to Top Shelf for real. They need to get me on there doing a yeah. little. I don't know. Yeah, come on. Yeah, no, <laughs> they, 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 yeah, no, they need you on the shit. Like, facts. That would be that would be fun. Um, but I'm trying to find it. Just give me one second. No, I'm looking. I'm looking right now. Okay, too. cool. It was um no 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 um off no 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 no. Off top is the off top is the yeah, series. Yeah, no, hold on, hold on, um, hold on. Shit. We're actively searching right now, y'all. Yeah, no, nah, like, <laughs> like where the fuck is it? Let me see. It might just be. It might just. It might oh, just wait, be on. on their page. Supply and demand. Supply and demand. Yes. Damn it. Yes. I, I, I knew it was something and something. <laughs> I'm so mad that I couldn't remember. But yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it was supply and demand and like two other things. Mm-hmm. That was that was that year was my first supply. Yeah. And demand. Then there was the Rock Marciano show. That's what Sage and I first met. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. In person. Oh, okay. Like, like, like that day was the first day we met. Um, yeah, but yeah, there was also the Rock Marciano show with like Steve God Cooks and Pink Sifu. You said Steve God Cooks? 
Why? Why did I read it as Steve? Stop. No, I'm, I'm playing. Like, <laughs> why did I say Steve? That's Stove. Right. God damn. Because <laughs> I, I was I was reading and this shit looked like an E. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I do that too. No judgment. I do that too. <laughs> oh my god. Stove God cooks. If you hear this, I'm so sorry. Please don't don't hate me. Please, I love you. <laughs> but, but yeah. So um. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so that happened. And then I think Pink Sifu also had an album release around that time. Yeah, that was the Fly Sifu show that I couldn't be there for. Oh, yeah, I but was, that, was, that was, was August. That wasn't July. Oh, my fault. Okay. But there, oh, no, there was also something that Ja did. Ja performed that weekend, too, at like a... Yeah. And like a, a record store. Yeah, nah, our mutual homie Bars played that too, right? Yeah, nah, shout out to Bar. Hope Bar's Shout out to okay. Bar. Love you, babe. Um, but yeah, there was, there, it was that, it was those two that I went to, the one with Ja, um, and the one with, uh, the one with Supply and Demand. Yeah. Well, the two with Ja, and then there was another one that I went to too that I can't remember right now. Um, it was, yeah, I, I can't remember what it is either. Yeah. But either way, either way, um, um, beats you started you started producing oh yeah um, how time. did we get so far off topic um <laughs> no, that's my fault but um so i started making beats that weekend and um i had just moved to harlem literally just moved to harlem and um or no not that weekend the weekend after because so i was like i need to learn how to use ableton because my friend chris gave me um ableton and it was like such a daunting task like every time i would go on the computer and look at it i would be like what the hell am i looking at like i don't i don't i don't know <laughs> so um i finally got up there and i was like you know i'm going to figure it out so i was playing around with the simpler it's called simpler function on there and i was like figuring out how to like chop samples and stuff and i like chopped my first sample and i liked it but i was like hmm i i've always been thinking about this like i love the art of sampling, excuse me, and I love what it means to chop up a sample and like remake it into a, a, another song and change the sound and the direction and the feel of it completely. I respect that art craft so much, but I also was just like, I want to use like individual like instruments and things that like um, have unique, like not to say sampling doesn't have any unique sounds, but like just like finding certain sounds that like are more suited to me i guess right yeah. and versus like taking it in a whole entire song and trying to remake it i could just like uh put put together a bunch of little things that sound cool to me and i think that's what i started doing i started finding like just like sound libraries with like downloadable sounds that i enjoyed using and um i just would build little things, you know, sometimes it would be like, uh, you know, random drums or like, uh, random flutes, strings, roads. I really love roads, pianos. And like they would find, I would have find little piano loops and I would just build a beat around the piano loop. And, um, I just kept doing it and I got a little better at it day by day. And I think putting together, like just orchestrating, putting together sounds, hearing things that sound good together is like a skill in itself. So like truly <laughs> I've just been trying to improve upon that skill lately and I've I've made some stuff that I'm pretty like proud of so What was the what was the what was the last thing you made that you were like super proud of? Um uh, 
the beat for Unforgettable Love. Ooh. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, building that from scratch was really fun. Like, finding all those sounds, putting them together was really dope. Um, yeah, and just, like, I wanted to make a song that kind of felt a little, like, a little bossa. Mm-hmm. You know, but still had my own individuality to it. Right. You know? Like I do wanna I do wanna record covers of like the super like classic stuff. Like I love Brazilian funk. Mm-hmm. I love anything that feels bossa nova. I love like cause it makes me think of like the beach and somewhere yeah, warm yeah. and sunny, like sunny shit. You're dancing with your lover with like a freaking um drink in your hand. Yeah, I also yeah, love yeah. Lover's Rock. Like that's like my favorite segment of like Jamaican music. Mm-hmm. Like just those love ballads that make you feel like you should be somewhere in the tropics. Like, right. Does the like like um sorry to interrupt you. Does um does the girl from Ipanema count in in in, in that? Yes. Gen- okay. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, the woman who just the woman who sang that song just yes. passed away Astru- a couple days. Astru uh, Astru Gilberto. <sighs> yeah. Rest in peace, legend. Yes. That song is beautiful. I, I was just thinking about that when you said it. Yeah. But, that yeah. song is beautiful. I, I really love that song. I've performed it live a couple times. Yeah, you did at the you did at the Brain Orchestra show. Yes, yes. I also um did it at the uh, group therapy show uh, with mm. uh, that good shit. And shout uh, out to Modern Annabelle Nation. and that good shit. Yeah, facts. Shout out to Modern Nation too. Yes. Um. So. Uh. Oh, and also Annabelle, I love you. I just wanted to throw that in there because I forgot to say it. But, yeah, Annabelle's <laughs> the best. Shout out to Annabelle. Oh my God, you introduced me to Annabelle. Yeah, right. You that was were the... the reason I met Annabelle. Damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was at the that was a Wiki and Sage's show. Um, yes, right when, yes. Uh, what, what, oh, with um, doing Dita. Yeah, Duendita with doing Dita. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, that, that, that was a night. Shout out to doing Dita for real. Yeah, that was a night. Damn. Yeah, no, nah, that was. I was happy to make that happen. Yeah, like I oh didn't even God. know. That, I, I had no idea that was gonna happen. And but now it we're like, we're so tight. Like I freaking love her. She's awesome. Oh my God, she was like one of the first people that gave me like a real review of the album because like I sent it to her when she was um, I believe she was in Italy with uh yeah, with she was... playground music. Right. Yeah. 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 And she like I don't even know what time it was in Italy, but I just sent her the link. I thought she was sleeping. I didn't even think she was gonna answer. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember what time I sent it to her, but she was like. Yo, this this album is really beautiful. Like she she gave me like an in depth like how she felt about it, and I was so freaking touched. Like, Aww. oh my god, that girl is so sweet. Yeah, like, yeah, she's what a sweetheart, just, man, for real. She's amazing, and like the the put you know putting me on shows and like just thinking of me, you know, like do she did like a TikTok for me the other day. I'm like watching it. I've been meaning like I'm gonna put it in like one of my um photo dumps. Yep, 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 yep. Um but like I've been I wanna post it so bad because I'm like she's just so adorable. So I love I love Annabelle Annabelle. Shout out to Annabelle. Oh my god, you're my girl. Yeah, no, nah, she's the best. But um um I'm sorry, what was the question? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We were no no, we were just talking about beats and that's basically oh, it, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. Like, yeah, 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 no, you were talking about unforgettable love. And I just wanted to say before we move on that um yeah, you know, like that's like the because you were talking about just like wanting to work from like found sounds that weren't right. necessarily like sample based in that specific right, way right, that right, we all right, know, right. and like and like to me that's the biggest difference between like the Afro Diaries and I Digress is mm-hmm. like you know, like the Afro Diaries is very much in that like explicitly like uh, I almost I almost want to say I mean like I guess some of it is yeah. really like explicitly boom bap mm-hmm. but like you know like in that specific like older more yeah. traditional which, which, which like I love there's never been a, there's never been a time or will right. be a time where I don't fuck with that shit but right. you know like you like the thing that makes I digress so cool is that you know you produce three of the songs and then the others were four of the songs my fault um right sorry it's I, okay. I, um 
But yeah, like Steve God cooks. Yes. <laughs> okay. Shit. But nah, um, you know, like that's like you like the biggest transitional difference for me is that, you know, you kind of really stepped into like the type of stuff that you want to go over. And, you know, like one of the things I love about I digress so much is that it does feel really like holistic and like cohesive in that way. You know, like you got stuff from Sage on there, T Watt, Budgie. Um, I'm already forgetting who else. Dilip is on there with T Watt. Right, 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 right. So, you know, just like all of you, oh, you know, and, like, I, sorry, and Deck. Shout out to Deck. Shout out, yeah. From Australia. Absolutely. Yeah, no, nah, just like having 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 that handful of people come and make a bunch of beats that all kind of fit the same vision. That's not it, Oh, it, and I'm sorry. Shout out nah. to P. What the fuck? Yeah, right. Oh man, no. Nah. <laughs> it's okay. I just I felt like I now. needed to say that cuz I just forgot to. No, nah, totally. It's just it, like it's just dope to see you know like it's one of those things we take for granted, but like coming together and putting a whole vision of an album together that like sounds cohesive from a bunch of different people is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And like this album sounds this the, the album's got a cohesive sound. You, you think know? so? Yeah, oh my god. No, That's like, one of the things I kinda like was nervous about. Front to I, back, yeah. I felt like it sounded like at the time before I really put together the track list, everything kind of sounded so different to me. And it was like not until I really like sat down and was like, okay, what is the order that this is gonna go in? Like, <laughs> like in particular, like, you know, to the moon, into psilocybin, into center. Not to say that it sounds like it was all produced by one person, because mm-hmm. that's, you know, like, it just sounds like everyone knew what. It's been so long since I said this. Mm-hmm. It's everyone understood the assignment. Every, every, <laughs> everyone got it. Everyone knew what needed to happen, you know, like, <laughs> like in, 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 in that particular way. Yeah. You know, like, that's just like, that's hard to do, you yeah. know, like, especially for people who aren't like, you know, like, it's not like y'all like Revenge of the Dreamers didn't like, right, did right, it in right, person. Right. But like, that's just cool to me. You know, yeah. like, I like it, you know, like albums, albums aren't a thing that everyone's thinking about in that way these days. And, yeah. It's like, just kind of works in that way so that's that's that, oh my god I'm, that's just tight thank I don't you know. like, <laughs> I, am, I am so grateful you said that because <laughs> uh, that was one of the specific things that i was like mm, does everything sound like you know like it's like it should be together and i had to like i don't think i no i i, I didn't i never changed any of the order i think i just included a song last um that's the only thing that's the only modification i did to it but it kept the original order that i chose mm-hmm. so uh, i remember my manager asked me if i wanted to reconsider i was like no no, this is my one. Th- this is it. This is the thing I need control over. Please, thank you. So, not to say I didn't have control over my project, but it was just like Marvel always gives me like little suggestions and stuff, and I usually like they work to my benefit. So, like I don't right. you know complain or anything. Um, but like that one specific thing, I needed that. You know, like <laughs> thank you for your opinion. I will not be considering it right now. <laughs> right? No, totally. <laughs> I, like I respect it. Thank you, but no. <laughs> No, of course, you know, and like, obviously you both sing and rap and do a lot of, but you know, like on, on I Digress, there's quite a bit more singing than rapping. Yes. And it's really interesting because you, I feel like a lot of people came to you because of your raps, uh, you know, like like particularly on the Sage and Job projects. Mm -hmm. So like, what, like, do you feel like you need to do more of one or the other at one point? Are you kind of happy with that balance? (sighs) So with this project, I'm not going to lie to you, I do wish I rapped a little bit more. Um, But I do think that each of the songs, like I said, were so special to me that I don't necessarily regret the choice. What I'm most excited about um, is doing features. Like, I want to collab. That's something I... and, And I don't have features on this project, but like... 
for my next one, I do plan on having way more. Um, but like, I really want to hop on niggas' songs. Like, that's that's what I'm most Come excited on. about. Like, I'm trying to hop. Like, let me get on your track. Let me bless mm-hmm. your track. <laughs> like, because I know what I'm capable of, and I know that like you're not gonna be disappointed. Like, this shit's gonna be fire, my nigga. Just trust me. Like, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, I think that um, maybe like I would probably do like a EP of raps, um, just to start. Um, like something short and sweet, but like stuff that really like yeah. you want to replay it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um eventually but for for now, for sure, I I want to do more features. This is the this is the call to all the rappers, yeah, all my now. rapper friends. <laughs> Give me all your tracks, nigga. Let me rap. <laughs> like, but yeah, I I love rapping. I think that it's been such a fun side of myself to discover. Um, mm-hmm. cuz I've always, you know, like I said I wrote a lot of poems. Um, but like to really like write some bars and like get on a track and be like, "Yeah, nigga, I, I did that. I said that." Like that was fucking <laughs> hard, wasn't it? Like establishing myself as a rapper has been really dope and I want to keep doing that. I want to keep and I want to like I don't want to just get on like my friend's songs. I want to get on songs because like niggas that's really up right now I was like, wait, hold on. She's right. fire. Like right. I'm trying to get her on a song because I know she about to do some shit. Like as some shit I never really like an angle you never even took before. Like right. a sound you wasn't really expecting. You know what I'm saying? Like You I, got your you got your props from Alchemist. Like I saw that happen. <laughs> Yeah, like yes, that, it, it, that happened. What the heck? Shout out to Alk. Alk. <laughs> I love you. Please, if you ever hear this in your life, I am available <laughs> like, for whatever you got going on. Okay. Son. <laughs> and shout out to Larry June because I met him with Larry June at the same time. Yeah, so. always, always shout out to Larry June. <laughs> give me b- b- before before we before we peace. Give me three people. I, I, I always hate asking this question, uh-huh. but like if you could collab with three people who aren't like the homies, like who who would who would who would those people be? Or maybe not three, but maybe like two. Or however many you feel I can, comfortable I can with. Give you, I could give you three maybe. Okay, cool. Fonte. Yes. Another alum. Shout out to shout out to Tay, man. Fonte. Fonte, 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 Fonte. Um They don't make music anymore, but Jean Grey. Oh. Shout out to Jean too. Jean Grey. Oh my God. And um my last person. My last person. Shawnee bin Laden. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> I love Shawnee. I love Shawnee. Oh, but it, and it would be fun, but um <laughs> Damn. Um Let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh Hey, Trinata. Hey, yeah, nah. Mm. What, whatever, whatever, whatever the next producer compilation is after what was the other one? Bubba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, nah. Make that happen. Katra, K- yeah, nah. Katra's one of my favorites too. Shout out Facts. to Katra. Katra's Katra's a legend. But Damn. um, yeah. Fuck yeah. And you're like just considering, just like considering that you said earlier, like all your music is like very personal and mm-hmm. very not even just personal, but like intimate. You know, like there's like it's like a lot of like intimacy to your right. music, and um, that just uh, like that really comes through in the way these beats land. You know, yeah. like just like you know, like it's like so. This album sounds so pastel 
to mm-hmm. me like so like light pink and light yellow yeah. like daisy colors almost you know yeah like and that's uh and you're like on top of that like this is a debut project in a lot of different ways like yeah. i mean like not only is this you know like it's your reintroduction not just as kelly moonstone but just right. like as an artist period and mm-hmm. obviously like your first project as kelly moonstone yeah. so it's like that trifecta right in there you know like this is like <laughs> you've entered this whole new phase you've um you, i mean like you did your features with um with ja and mavi and yes. overcast and you know like you were on stage's album yes um you know like windows to the soul like just like you know like just <sighs> yes, like that's that's a good one <laughs> re- really 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 gorgeous track that album is great you know <laughs> like once again you know alum of the show shout out to sage yes um shout you, out to sage love you so you know just like this whole you know like this is like a this is this is like your I'm here moment, you know, yeah. like you know, yeah, you know, like you're on tour with them right now. You're about to play New York tomorrow, so <laughs> yes, like, yes. before we get to that, like, last specifically music question, like, mm-hmm. you know, I guess it's kind of like a reflection of, or, or, or it's kind of like an extension of what I asked before, but mm-hmm. like, what is, what does I digress say about you as not just an artist but as a person that none of your Aphrodite stuff did? Like, what about this is like, this is. If somebody were to listen to this and take one thing away about Kelly Moonstone, what would that be? Hmm. They would say, this girl knows what she wants. This girl knows what she wants out of life. She knows what she's going for. (laughs) She knows what she was put on this earth to do now. And um, she's going for it. Like, she's going for the big one. And, you know, there are also a lot of um, little hurdles along the way. Things that could potentially stop your path. Things that are hard to deal with. Things that are real, you know, that every person experiences. But for the most part, the mission is linear, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> and we're going to the moon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, no, um, oh, what was the fucking, oh, was that Jackie Gleason on the, you ever see the Honeymooners? <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah, Actually, I, you know what? I think I've seen it, like, on a plane or something. I've never, I've never, like, watched a full episode of the Honeymooners, but so many things, like, reference it. Like, for anybody who doesn't know who's, like, not, as who's not, like, a pop culture nerd like me, the Honeymooners is this uh, sitcom from, I think, the 40s or the 50s mm-hmm. about, like, a fucking, like, a police officer. Oh, no, 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 I think he might have been a milkman. Either way, like, his whole thing was, he would tell his wife, you know like one of these days boom i'll send you straight to the you, you know mm-hmm. fucking awful domestic violence jokes oh in God. the 40s and 50s yeah. but you know like it's like <laughs> it's it's so fucked up and that's the first thing i thought of when i saw to the moon i was just yeah. like i mean obviously the song's not about that mm-hmm. but like like that's where my brain went because right, like right, right. I, I thought about that and then like the flintstones is inspired <clears throat> by the honey like the flintstones is literally just an animated version of the honeymooners oh wow which is like i i didn't realize yeah like that's these are the places my brain goes <laughs> like this is this is how i process the world i feel you, know? you. but um but either way like this is a really, really cool body of work. Like, it's super tight that you've, you know, like, you really took your time with it. Like, I've seen a lot of this, like, not in person, but, like, I've seen a lot of this. Like, you know, like I've watched this transition happen, yeah. you know, and it's it's uh, it's really, you know, beautiful to see you finally step into it and be like, here I am. Like, yeah. this is this is it. <laughs> like, I'm here, you know? Oh, my God. Like, I'm still kind of, like, processing all of it. Like, I'm. To Europe in a couple of days, and I'm like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the UK. I'm going to Germany. I'm going to Amsterdam off music. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? I just got back from Atlanta. I've got back from like four cities I've never been to before. <laughs> and I've I've met people like online friends that I've known for like 10 years mm -hmm. and just never had the opportunity to meet them. And now you're here. And I'm like, yo, I was just chilling with them yesterday. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I just did a show. I was on stage. People knew the words to my song. I like, saw lyrics. you say that. That's, that. that's like, what was that like? Because like, that's a, you know, like that's that that's the next first level time shit. that has ever happened to me. The first time. Like, it, it was always cool getting on stage and, like, people being introduced to me. But, mm -hmm. like, getting on stage and people are, like, reciting your words back to you, it's like... Yo. And it's not just, like, one or two people, you right. know? Like, not just your friends. Like... Just, <laughs> yo, it's a bunch of strangers. I never right, met these yeah. people. And they know my fucking verse. Like, I love doing Window to the Soul with Sage. That's probably my favorite part of the whole show. Aww. Like, we, we, me and Zero are, have been doing, like, backing vocals for him for, like, uh, Freehold and um, uh, Life's Terms. Yep. So, like, just getting up there with him. <laughs> We've just been having so much fun with it. And, like, I really love being up there with him and Zero. And Ali's been up there for a couple shows, too, which has been really fun. Right, yeah. Shout out so... to Ali. Shout, shout, yeah, shout out to everybody. Um, Thanks. Shout out to the whole tour. Yeah, nah. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm so happy to hear it's been going great. I've seen all the videos. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's like, this is, you know, like, this is a really... I might have said this before, but this is, like, a really beautiful time for, like, this... You know, like the community that's been mm -hmm. established through all of this, definitely, and just, and just like everyone's, like everyone's up right now. You Fat, know, like it's, yo, it's, 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 it's like ev crazy. everyone. You know, everybody is up right now. Yo, if you know, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so real. Niggas been doing this shit before. I was, the, I felt like I was the new kid at one point, and now it's like, yo, you're like seven years into this, bro. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, man. Shit, yeah, you're right. You know, and 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 you know, like. You know, like even even just being on the sidelines and kind of like talking to everybody, like like I've been doing over the course of the last two years, just like mm -hmm. these people who like either reached out to me or like we knew mutual people or like just us just stumbling into each other on yeah. Twitter. You know, just like it's really. Uh, I mean, like I'm just happy to be here, like talking to y'all about this, and that people trust me enough to like come and like fuck with me on any sort of level. But yeah. I just love that. Uh, like, all this music is so special to me because, like, mm -hmm. this is the type of shit that, like, this is the type of shit that I feel like all of us had, like, wanted 10 years ago. Yes. And, like, watching it happen and, like, watch people, like, embrace it mm -hmm. on, like, some real shit. Like, on yeah. some, like, you're going to Europe off this. Like, that's crazy, <laughs> man. You know, you, you know, between you and Sage and Akai. And, yeah. And oh, my gosh. Shout out to Akai. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's, that's bro. Like, it's just, it's just, like... There's so many people I could name right now, and most like anybody listening, I've I've talked to most of them, so just go Facts. scroll through the shit. But like, you know, like that, y'all are just killing it right now, and yeah. it's and and you know, like I uh, oh wait before wait 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 before I get too mushy, one more question: um, If your life was a movie, Kelly Moonstone, what would it be about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, my movie for one thing. That fucking biopic would be insane. Let me tell you something. I always tell people this. This is something I always say to people. My life 
is so fucking random and crazy. Like, there are so many random things that have happened to me that I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what the hell is going on here? What the fuck is my life? Like, people be like, what the fuck is my life? But no, really, what the fuck is my life? Like, so I think that the story of just me becoming me, my childhood, all the shit that I've been through, all the shit that I have seen, all the shit that I've lived the people that I've met, the timing of everything, you know, like all that shit is like so interesting to me, you know, like my life has a lot of highs and a lot of lows and the lows are some real crazy motherfuckers, you know? Um, and I, I, I used to be like, and I'm not saying I'm not still like, you know, healing, but like, I really used to be a super like emotional wreck, you know, like, cause of all the shit that I've, I've went through and, like, I don't want to get too deep into it because it's still, you know, something I'm working through. But it's right. just, like, to know that I've come so far is is insane, you know? To learn that I—to to, to know that I've, like, stayed, stayed myself, stayed alive, stayed, stayed sane through all of that, you know? Like, and to be where I am now, it's like, yes— Yes, I sometimes I sit in my room and I'm like contemplating sometimes even when I'm like on shrooms and stuff. I'm like, yo, is this really like is this really happening? Like, is this something that I really deserve? You know, like and I really have to sit with myself and be like, yo, this is this is it. Like, this is your time. You you go for it. You do this thing that you've been dreaming of your whole life and don't let what anybody has to say to about you, none of that shit fucking matters. Because once again, they don't live in this skin. So it's a story of a girl that lives in her own skin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't let anybody take me off course. Not even people that are like, you know, it, it super impertinent and important in my life. Like I'm my own person right. and I will always be my own person. So, what part of your anime arc are you in? The training arc just ended. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> like we about to get into it now, yeah, for nah, real. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Nah. Classes in session, motherfuckers. Like facts. <laughs> but um, Kelly, thank you. Like I don't thank know. Thank you. Nah. Like this is this is like. You know, I was yeah, nah, back to back to back to sentimental mushy bullshit. But nah, <laughs> like it's been it's been like you know, like we've only known each other for like a year and a half or two years or whatever. But like it's been beautiful yes. to watch you come into yourself again and just Thank like you. you know, like, you're at this point now where people like know who you are. Yeah, and, you know, like you you've just been killing it. I don't even know what else to say. Thank like you. the album's great. <laughs> the like the tour is gonna keep going. Like I'm just yes. I don't know. Like, you, you know, it's like as your friend, I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. I'm so glad that we were able to do this. I'm so glad that I feel like things are really coming together. I, I'm so glad that life is is finally really taking me in a direction that I've, I've wanted to go for a long time. And mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm so humbled. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. I'm just so ready for this next chapter of my life, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like theoretically this one portion of my life is finally like, and now we can like go to the next volume, you know? It's like, yeah. 
Oh, man. You're, you're, you're about to go to the next volume of your life where you get to try Nando's for the first time. <laughs> and you got to tell me how you feel about Nando's. Because I had it when I went to Chicago last year for the first time. It's kind of popping. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's not spicy mm-hmm. like they say it is, which kind of threw me off. Like, the fries were spicier than the fucking chicken. Okay. It's crazy. But the chicken was delicious. Go to Nando's. Okay. Make it happen. I'm going to go. I'm going to go just because you told me to. Yeah. (laughs) Please, please do. Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One.